Today's weather, a high of 53 degrees and a low of 33 degrees. That's right. Wake up. Welcome to Mornings with Ken. Heard Monday through Friday at 5.45 a.m. And it is time to wake up. Wake up, people. Hey, go get your cup of coffee and your virtual donut. Sit down and join me this morning. Hey, I wanted to real quick uh, mention... I know the past couple of shows have been kind of kind of weird and all over the place. And uh, I don't want to overwhelm you guys with big, huge uh, topics. And uh, so I'm going to try to bring some levity to uh, Mornings with Ken again. So um, well, yeah, we'll try to get things back to normal. Hey, have you ever laid in bed? In the morning, you know, the annoying alarm clock went off like we just heard. And and maybe you're just so comfortable in the bed. You know, you're curled up. You're, you're just in the right physical position. You know, your comfortable position. And maybe your alarm went off on your watch or your phone or, or, or maybe if you have one of those, you know, older alarm clocks. It went off, and you're like, oh, no, but I'm so comfortable. You know, maybe it was a little bit cool, and uh, you feel really comfortable because you got in the warm blankets, yet the temperature's just right, and you don't want to get up. Even if it's on a day that um, you... Like, you don't even have to work. But, but maybe you have plans to do things. Like, you, you got the whole day to look forward to. Um, you know, you got different chores you're going to be able to get done that you're excited about. But you just, you're just so, so comfortable you don't want to get out of bed. Or maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm the only one that goes through that. But I have been that. I've been just so comfortable. The perfect temperature in the bedroom. And oh, you just want to lay there. But then I start thinking, okay, but if I get up, I can get a nice good cup of coffee. I can go downstairs and work on that project that I was working on. But too often, I've, I've laid in bed and thought, you know what, just, just I don't have to go nowhere today. Just a few more minutes of sleep. And then before you know it, it's 45 minutes later. Or an hour later, or two hours later. 
and you and I just couldn't get myself out of bed. That that's uh, something I've struggled with, and uh, I don't, maybe I'm the only one. I don't know, but but when we come back, I want to talk about uh, getting ourselves out of bed in the morning. So hang tight, guys. Taster's Choice Freeze-Dried Coffee. The image of ground roast. That crunch, that aroma. Who could tell it from ground roast? And the flavor. Mmm, Taster's Choice is like fresh perked coffee. What an uncanny resemblance. Taster's Choice Regular or Green Label Decaffeinated. Looks, smells, and tastes like ground roast coffee. Okay, and we're back. Well, before you can start thinking about getting out of bed, you got to plan the night before of how to go to bed. And, you know, we may have talked, I know we've talked about this subject before on the show, but it's a good review because I need the review. So before thinking about getting out of bed, the night before, you got to plan how you're going to sleep. So... The first thing you're going to do is, you know, a minimum of like two hours before going to bed, avoid stimulating activities. So that means don't do a workout. Don't do your 30-minute workout. Um, (laughs) Don't, uh, you know, don't go outside and uh, walk the dog real, you know, late at night, you know, around a couple blocks. Um, don't watch television. Get off your phone. So these are things that you do bef- before going to bed, at least two hours. Get off your phone. Um, they even re- recommend shutting off your television. No screens. Get off the screens at least two hours before bedtime. Next, they recommend reading a book. Imagine that, actually reading a physical book because it does help you go to sleep it does help you go to sleep next go to bed at the same time every night so plan and I am still working on this I've told you guys about this months and months ago but I still haven't developed a life plan um of my activities and I, I still need to do it. I need to be consistent. So time set us, have a set time of when you're going to go to bed and in the morning have that set time of when you're going to get up, even on the days that you don't have to work. It's very important. Number four, keep a cold bedroom, keep a cold bedroom. And one way of doing that is to have your wife get mad at you and she gives you the cold shoulder and, uh, yeah, your bedroom's going to be very cold. But, no, yeah, uh, seriously, uh, keep a cold bedroom. Whether you have to run a fan in there, even in, even in the wintertime, whatever you got to do, but keep your bedroom cold. It, you sleep better when you're cold because you got the covers there. So it helps keep your body at just the right temperature. You're cold, but yet you're covered up. Number five, 
keep the bedroom only for sleep and sex. Well, let's not talk about the second one. But keep the bedroom only for sleep. Don't just, don't make your bedroom your living room. Don't make it your TV room. Don't be there in your bed watching TV or on your phone. Number six, brain dump. Brain dump. So when you go to bed, get rid of everything you're in, in your head. That sounds like a rap song. When I go to bed, I'm going to get everything out of my head. But yeah, write stuff down. We've talked about that before. Um, just writing stuff down. Get all your thoughts out of your head on paper. And that way it kind of helps you clear out your brain and put it in on paper. So that's what you do the night before so you can assure yourself of a good night's sleep so the next day you can get out of bed quickly. So let's look at let's look at the next day. All right, you had a good night's sleep. You fell asleep. You oh, you slept beautiful last night. No trips to the bathroom. So now it's morning time. Now you get up. Set up, number one, set up and prop pillows behind you. So, you know, unlike me, when I woke up in the morning and it was so nice and comfortable, I had the fan blowing on me, but yet I had I had the covers on me and I was so comfortable, I said, Uh, Just like a few more minutes. No. So when that alarm goes off, automatically sit up against the head head, uh, board of your bed. Put some, prop up some pillows behind you. Set straight up. At least do that. They're saying at least do that as the minimum of uh, putting the pillows behind you. At least set up in a sitting, sit up position. An up position. Number two. Think about your breakfast, what you're going to have for breakfast. So give yourself a second. Think about what you're going to have for breakfast and that coffee. Maybe you have an automatic coffee maker that goes off um, in the morning at a certain time. Think about that, all oh, the smell of that fresh coffee. Oh, how good it's going to taste when you get up out of bed. But think about your breakfast and your coffee. Now, by this time, if I'm sitting up and I'm thinking about my breakfast, that, that's too much time for me. I'm, my feet need to hit the floor and get going. But if I do this, I'm probably going to just go back to sleep. But they're saying this works. Number three, put your alarm clock out of reach or your watch or your phone, whatever device you use to go off in the morning to sell your Get yourself up. Uh, Put it on the other side of the room. So you have to get up out of bed and shut it off. And uh, I forgot to tell you where I'm getting um, this from, by the way. It's uh, verywellmind.com. Verywellmind.com is where I'm getting um, these suggestions. Well, that is true. If you got to get up out of bed... And shut that alarm off. Chances are you're going to stay up. Or you could be so ticked off. 
you shut it off and uh, you slam it against the wall and you go back to bed. Don't do that. But <laughs> uh, let's see. Number four, write something down quickly on a notepad of your first thankful thought of the morning. So when you wake up, you went ahead and shut the alarm off, have a notepad real close to the bed and write down one, either an affirmation or something you're thankful for. That's, that's a good idea. Number five, don't rush in the morning. Ease into your day. That's pretty good. I like that. I've done that recently because of a job change that I've had where now I ease into my day. I don't rush into it. You know, I was bad years ago about getting up and immediately, I'm talking quickly, getting up, hitting the shower, getting dressed, quickly grabbing a bite out the door and running out and, and going to work. But now... I've had the ability to just ease into my day, get up, go to the bathroom, brush my teeth, do what I want to do, go into the kitchen, get that coffee going, let the dog out, come back in, you know, grab something for breakfast, bowl of cereal, whatever, or eggs or whatever. Put my plate down on the table, go back and get my coffee, let the dog back in or whatever, and just ease into my day, slowly easing into my day. That made that makes my day so much more enjoyable, enjoyable rather than running out the door as fast as I can to get to work. It, it, it really makes a difference. Um, lastly, and this one I just kind of made up myself, but number six, at early after you get out of bed, maybe, you know, you got your jammies on, you brushed your teeth, you went to the bathroom. At some point, get outside as quick as you can, whether in my case is taking out the dog. But actually, you know, don't be afraid. You got your pajamas on, you know, you got your sleeping pants on. So, you, you know, it's okay if the neighbors see you. You just wave at the neighbor. You know, you're, you're dressed decently. You got your shirt on. You got your pajama pants on. But just go outside and breathe deeply in the morning air. Even in the wintertime. Just get outside as quick as possible. You're in, that way it gets you into the light of day. And it really, it really helps you wake up. So I think that's pretty, pretty helpful. I think it really is. It, it, it'll help get your day, your day started in a pleasant way. So, hey, let's take another quick break and we'll be right back. You're trying to kill me. Marriage is death. Why now? Because two years ago I slept eight hours a year ago, it was 12. It's up to 15 now. Pretty soon, it's going to be 24. What are you trying to do? Scare me? I need a life. Get a job! 
forgot that movie that movie clip had a little uh, swearing in it but that is perhaps one of the best movie rants of uh, all time of course that was Jack Nicholson and I think the movie was carnal carnal knowledge was the movie and uh, I, I thought that scene was kind of funny because it talked about in the movie scene his uh, his wife um, is has been laying in bed all day and not getting out of bed and she's frustrated um, for not having a job and, and but she's not cleaning the house and uh, it, Jack Nicholson the, his character gets <laughs> goes on a rant I always thought that was funny it remind, I re was reminded of it as we're talking about getting out of bed hey but sometimes we don't get out of bed because we're depressed because we have too many worries in our minds. And, um, well, here, look, what's, what's the, the official definition of worry? Worry. Worry is a form of thinking about the future that leaves you feeling anxious or apprehensive. So that's what worry is. And, uh, I'm not sure what the ladies' problems were of laying in bed all day, but um, worrying can, you know, have worrying can lead to depression, or depression can lead to worrying. Um, they go hand in hand. And uh, I know I'm a big worrier sometimes, but I worry about things that I can't control, and I know better. And, and I've talked to a good friend about this um, a while back, and uh, I know better, but um, I still do it. It's kind of like a poem I wrote uh, in my book, um, Room 630, Night to the Day Room Roundtable, uh, from that book, which is available at uh, Amazon and Barnes and & Noble and Lulu.com. But I wrote a poem about um, kryptonite. Um, poem refers to Superman and basically saying, sometimes I kill myself with my own kryptonite. I'm not going to read the poem. But, um, you know, that's true of myself. Because I want to solve, I see all the problems in the world and it's not my place to try to solve them. I get into what my friend Matt says is God's territory. And uh, he's warned me about that in the past, that stay out of God's territory. I can't fix all that 
the stuff in the world that's wrong, I can't fix it. So stop worrying about it and stop trying to correct everything. But uh, anyway, getting back to, uh, um, well, let's go back to a very well, a verywellmind.com, verywellmind.com. And it talks a little bit about worrying. And I'm not completely 100% buying in to everything they say, but um, maybe this would be helpful for you. Uh, talking about worrying. Number one, they say you should schedule a time to worry. And I know I've talked about this previously on our show, on our podcast. Schedule a time to worry. So if you need to get it out of your system, you know, you're, you're apprehensive about an upcoming event or a circumstance, go ahead, sit down, and get the worrying done. Wring your hands together, sit down, and worry about it. And when you do that, you'll find yourself, at least in my case, you find yourself thinking, what am I doing? I'm sitting here worrying about something that I can't control. So that's the first thing um, they suggest. Um, next, get past the um, procrastination. So worrying can, leave, can lead you to procrastination. So you need to push past it. Put, push past procrastination. Get past it. Um, you know, you could set and be so caught up in your worry that you're putting thing, everything else off. Oh yeah, I know I, I need to get up and make the bed. I need to throw in some laundry. Yeah, I need to think about what's for dinner. But you're just so caught up in your worry that you're putting everything else off. Go ahead, have your few minutes of worry, but get past it and move past the procrastination and get some things done. Number three, talk it out. Find that reliable person in your life and talk it out. Talk it out. Get to your friend and and say, hey, here's what's going on, man. Can you just listen to me for a minute? You know, just, just get it off your chest. Lay it all out there. Get a close friend and be honest and say, man, this is what's on my mind. You know, have you ever gone through this before? I'm really concerned about it and I'm worried. You know, I got this pimple on... Oh, no, no, don't talk about... No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, number four, um, journal through it. Write your worries down. Write what you're worried about down. Write all of it. Even if you want to write the worst case scenario, if there's a problem you're facing... What do you think the worst case scenario is going to be? Write it all down. And then, you know, when things happen, it's never as bad as you think. The worst case scenario 
generally never happens. But you can still write it down. Write down your worries and what you think the worries will result in. Write it down. Um, number five, um, turn your thoughts around. So as you, you know, you're worrying about that problem and you're thinking of all the negative outcomes, start, start thinking about some of the positive outcomes of whatever the situation may be. Even if something bad happens, something good could result in it. So don't just concentrate on what you think the bad result is of the matter, but think about how this can be turned around, what lessons can be learned, something, what good, good can come from it. So turn your thoughts around. And lastly, number six, breathe. Just breathe. And I, I mean that literally, just take a, a few moments, take deep breaths and, and inhale and exhale and just close your eyes and relax and just kind of meditate. Meditate on nothing. Just close your eyes and breathe and just relax. Just relax, let it go. Let all that worry and anxiety, as you breathe it out, just let it go right out, right out. So, hey, this is a few things to put in, put into practice and, you know, maybe it was helpful. Maybe hopefully this was a little bit helpful for you today. So, hey, real quick, before we end the show, I wanted to bring up, hey, if you guys, I do this show for me mainly because it's a stress reliever. But if you guys enjoy, tell me what you guys enjoy about the show. What brings you back to the show? Because I can take this show in a lot of different directions. I do want it to be mainly positive. But you know what? Things in life happen and a lot of things a lot of things makes up Ken Lotney. You know, there's a lot of a lot of things that make up who I am and a lot of events and circumstances and things happen in the world and I could talk about a lot of different things. But I was just curious if you guys want to take the time I think on the Anchor app, there's a, there's a way you can leave me a voicemail on the Anchor app. Or just shoot me an email, kenlotney at yahoo.com. Yahoo That's K-E-N-L-O-U-G-H-N-E-Y at yahoo.com. Once again, it's K-E-N-L-O-U-G-H-N-E-Y at yahoo.com. Shoot me an email or send me a voicemail on... Um, Anchor, or, or if you know me personally, um, send me a text message. But let me know what you enjoy about the show. And if there's things you want me not to talk about, or there's things you want me to talk about, I'd like to get a general idea of what people like to hear in the mornings. Because originally this, this show started about being kind of, uh, well, it's a show about nothing. But um, I stole that from Seinfeld. 
but uh, it's just a show of encouragement in the morning or whatever's on my mind. But, you know, if you guys want to give me some feedback, I'm open to some feedback. You know, I was thinking about making, you know, two halves to the show. The first half being um, very positive and um, upbeat. And then maybe the second half of the show being um, topical um, concerning uh, current events or... But uh, I don't want to wear anybody out with... Uh, we got enough drama in the world. We really do. We got enough politics. And I don't want to really talk about politics um, too much because I know that's an easy thing to do. And there's a lot of podcasts out there that want to talk about politics and uh, things in society. But there's plenty of shows out there. And that's not really what I want my show to be about. And not that I won't talk about them, but I don't want to overdo it either. And because uh, we need stuff that's uplifting and not always um, such a downer. So let me know what you think if you have any ideas. So, all right, guys. Hey, I'll let you go. And we'll see you tomorrow or another day. You never know. So thanks for tuning in to Mornings with Ken. And also, um, there's something going on with Spotify. So some of my shows may not be listed on Spotify for reasons that I can't control. Um, so I'm sorry about that. I, I am on Spotify, but the people behind the scenes um, are doing some things about um, posting some of my shows and not posting others. So... You can always find me anywhere you get your podcast. Just uh, search uh, Mornings with Ken and you'll find me. So, all right. I love everybody. Have an awesome day. Bye-bye.